On this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast, when you don't feel close to Jesus, guess who moved? Mm. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But the great news is we can move back. The return step is one prayer. Mm -hmm. And that is so comforting to know when we mess up. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast, brought to you by Concurrently, the news coach podcast that walks alongside you for the important conversations of life, faith, and culture with your kids. Find them at concurrentlypodcast.com. Hi there. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. Hey, I'm Trisha. And we're back to talk to you today about your heart. I'm not talking about your cardiovascular health. I'm talking about <laughs> your heart. That sometimes gets hard. Mm-hmm. Anybody in here, show of hands, ever had a hard heart about oh, yeah. something? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. more often than I'd like to admit. Unanimous vote here. Well, it happens, you know, but what do you do? How do you see the signs of a hard heart? And what do you do when you need God to soften your heart? I want to share a quote with you. It actually came in a business email that I got, but I think it's true not only for leaders, but for anybody. John Acuff sent out this email and he was talking about leadership in, in the email. And he said, leaders who refuse to be questioned will always do questionable things. Ooh. Okay, say that one more time. Leaders who refuse to be questioned will always do questionable things. Yeah, and so I think good. that's true for us as believers. Yeah. So I would change that to believers who refuse to be questioned will always yeah. do questionable things. It's so important, I think, as a jumping off point here to talk about accountability. Because honestly, the times in my life where I've experienced a hard heart over things, somebody's had to call me out on it. Mm -hmm. And I am blessed to have people in my life who don't put up with my pouting and are not afraid (laughs) to say the hard things uh, when I need to hear them. And so I think as we start talking about God softening our hearts to things, I think that has to be one of the critical elements of our journey that we walk alongside somebody and are accountable to somebody. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not then there's nowhere to go when you do those questionable things and somebody just say, I'm not sure that lines up with what you say you believe. Mm -hmm. Do y'all have a hard time calling people out on things? Sure. I mean, it's the the confrontation. Who likes confrontation? That's no fun. And I certainly don't like to be confronted either because then you have to really examine your heart. You have to examine your mind. You have to examine your actions and when you do that, you will find that you have done things that you shouldn't have done or with the wrong motives. Um, and that didn't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had an experience where a friend has called me out on something hmm. other than one one friend one time um, asked me a question that made me think about something. But I don't I mean, this is interesting. Are you, so you're saying that you have friends. Who will say to you, I don't like how you handled that situation or, oh. or something like that? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Really? Yeah. So, okay. That, this is a long time ago. I don't think ago. everybody has this. Let's, let's <laughs> dig in. Maybe I'm just more messed up than everybody else. No, but no. I, I have a mentor who's been my mentor for a long time, probably since, gosh, I'm going to say the last at least 20 years of my life. And when I was married, uh, we actually went to the same church with her. And uh, I did something one time, and she immediately pulled me to the side and said, why did you handle that like that? Like, what's at the heart of that? And I have I was so ashamed in the moment and embarrassed and frustrated and mad, and I did pout. And she will tell you that I pouted, and we've since mm-hmm. talked about it. But she called me on the carpet right there. I'll tell you another situation that I was in where I was on the opposite side. 
So we were talking about something in my life group, and one of the girls in our life group disagreed with me um, and the, the ideas that were being presented in our life group. And so she starts blowing up my phone immediately after mm-hmm. after our life group was over. I mean, just blowing up my phone, just kind of ranting on what we had talked about. And I just prayerfully said, Lord, I want to handle this in the right way. And I felt very compelled. And so I text back and I said, are you offended or are you convicted? Mm. And I thought at that point, she will never come back to life group again. Never. Mm. I will never hear from her again. That's it. Mm -hmm. We're done. Mm. You know, she's one of my most faithful members. Wow. Yeah. And she said, you know, (laughs) the, the text went silent there for a while. And then after a while, she came back and said, you know, I think you're right. I think I am convicted, not offended. And so we talked through that. But, I I mean, it's never easy, but I think it's so needed. I I need it. I I feel like I need it. The older I get, the more I need it Mm -hmm. instead of the less. Mm -hmm. Um, But in community is where I feel like part of that accountability for your actions. Because I don't don't think we always— perceive how we come across to people. I'm sure you're right. Mm -hmm. And when you say something to somebody and someone, there's a third party who doesn't have any skin in the game (laughs) and they can come and say, "Mm, I'm not sure that really came across like you wanted it to. I mean, we have that in email and Mm -hmm. text messaging and everything else. Mm -hmm. Uh, Facebook, I wish some more people would be accountable to somebody on Facebook, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it has been helpful for me. Now, do I like it? Absolutely not. I don't. But do I need it? Absolutely, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So I think accountability is a key factor in mm-hmm. softening your heart mm-hmm. towards God. I think he uses people to mm-hmm. do that sometimes. Yeah. I think having that teachable spirit, I, although I don't have someone that I think has done that with me, I, I, sometimes I feel convicted myself by yeah. what I have said or what I have thought or what I have done, and God will speak to me. And when I, I know I'm getting a hardened heart when I dig my heels in and I hear him, but I, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I will, I I will even go so far as to say, sometimes I know that it will heal me in a sense and I don't want to be healed at that moment. Yeah. 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 Do you think that offense can be a red flag that you might have a hard heart about something? Yeah, I would think so. Yes, and I think the biggest sign, though, is that true defiance, mm-hmm. that yeah. um, digging your heels mm-hmm. in, like Tricia mm-hmm. said, of I'm, I don't want to even I don't even want to I don't even want to think about this. Yeah. You're wrong, and I'm right, and um, I'm not I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna think about this. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, is the number one sign that yeah. I've got a hard heart. If I start getting really really defensive. My my heart my heart has obviously gotten hardened. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell mm-hmm. you what made me think about that because when we were preparing for this episode, I got to thinking about exchanges that I see so often on Facebook. I'm not picking on Facebook, but I just see it more often there than I do anywhere else. When I see people who post very strong opinions, and then there's this exchange, it's like they're yeah. looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, th- I I and and you can you know blast me for this if you want to, but I think. In my own world, I think everybody that I meet, whether they're a believer or whether they're not, they can teach me something. Sure. Right. Oh, I yeah. like that. Absolutely. You know, I, I went through this very problem when we were um, dealing with all the initial COVID stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, social media got ugly. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And we all got 
very opinionated Mm -hmm. very quickly. And I personally got very ugly. Um, And people got ugly with me on Facebook. And it was, um, it was a real gut check to me to say, oh, wait, how am I, um, what does my witness look like in this moment? Mm -hmm. How am I representing Jesus to my unbelieving friends who are, have a very strong opinion about uh, this particular issue or about the response or about how we're handling it, what the data says, any of that kind of stuff. Um, It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. What really matters is that I am, um, that I am loving towards them. So I had to stop and ask God Mm -hmm. to soften my heart Mm -hmm. and say, Lord, you got to take this away from me because my heart is getting very, very hardened towards, um, my, un, especially my unbelieving friends mm-hmm. that I have on mm-hmm. social media. Uh-huh. Yeah. And God did. God softened my heart tremendously. He let it, um, he let the emotion w- wash away for me and I was able to get past it and really not, not participate in the conversation anymore yeah. because he softened my heart towards the people who I was communicating with. Yeah. I think a, a question that has helped me in those same circumstances, COVID and beyond, is to ask myself, why am I upset? Why am I upset about that comment or why am I upset about that situation? And to really honestly look at it and see, well, what was I wanting? And did that come from a place of wanting to uh, be a light for Christ or love people? Or was it coming from a a different place, a place that uh, was more self-serving? And I mean, those are hard questions to ask yourself. And that's when I think accountability can be helpful because it's hard to ask yourself those same questions, but it can be done. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have somebody in your life that will ask you those questions um, until you get someone, you can ask yourself, why? Why am I upset about this? Yeah. And really dig down into it. And for me, it takes a little bit of time after. Mm. I Don't, don't right. do anything right away, right? Yeah, don't yes. react. Yeah get to a place where you can think and breathe, or at least that helps me before, before asking myself that question. Why am I upset about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, there, uh, there's been tremendous studies and, and people have talked about this and we all know that there's benefits to having a mentor and somebody as an accountability partner, but I'll tell you what, it is hard work because this one question always used to wreck me when my my mentor used to ask me this. She said, what area of your life do you not want me to ask you about? Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, like what area of your life do you not want me to ask you about? So did she ask you questions about that after oh, you said? Oh, don't absolutely. Don't. <laughs> she did. That's spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you can avoid that area, you know, if you know that question's coming every time. But if you ask yourself that question, you know, is there an area that I don't want to talk about? You know, that might be a signal. Woohoo. There might be a little red flag that that might be hardness of heart as well. And it was truth her. You know, a lot of times it was prayer. Don't ask me about my prayer life because right now I just feel like I'm failing at prayer. And she was like, okay, tell me what a successful prayer is to you. Mm. (laughs) Okay, no, maybe I'm doing okay. You know, and we talked through it. But the benefit of having somebody to do that with, you're right. Not everybody has that. But I think we put too much pressure on it being the perfect person. Rather than being the available person, I'm not saying everybody's going to be a good mentor, but doing life with somebody in parallel and and sharing struggles and and holding each other accountable, I think is very much where we need to hang out because I think there's a dimension to that 
in our spiritual life that we can't get anywhere else. Well, let's talk about how to to get that because maybe some, maybe my friend listening is like me. Like, how how do you do that? Do you ask a friend that you trust and say, "Hey, I want you to call me out." on things. Do do you tell them that? Is that how you could approach that? I think that definitely is a place to start. Um, and, and, and here you have to be honest and vulnerable to say, this is my struggle and I need Mm -hmm. you. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of different tools. I mean, you think about, um, uh, men in the last several years, but it's become a problem with women too, with pornography. There are now all sorts of apps that you can put on your Mm -hmm. phone so that if you, um, view questionable content, it will go to that other person's Mm -hmm. phone and they'll know, you know, it's that same kind of um, idea mm-hmm. behind the accountability, but to be vulnerable enough to, to say to someone, this is my struggle, and I really am asking God to help me through this. Would you mm-hmm. hold me accountable? And if you, you see that, would you please bring that up? I'm mm-hmm. giving you permission. Yeah. Um, I like because that. I think permission changes the conversation. Yes. And, and, and you can also preface it if you're a strong personality like me and say, I'm probably going to pout for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, when you call me out, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to get mad and not return your calls for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to have my feelings hurt, but I feel like this is something I really need some accountability with. All right. I'm telling you all here okay. and my friend listening, I hold me accountable. Okay. I've got some struggles. I got struggles with um, things in my life, putting too much focus on them and not enough focus on God. So yeah. hold me accountable. Yeah, absolutely. That's Just where it like starts. That. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And I'll pout too. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. And I think one thing too, you know, for me, when I, when my heart gets really hardened, the thing you'll see the most in me is irritability, mm, okay. you know, and complaining about, especially complaining about other people. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. That's my default. If I am, um, if my heart is hardened and I am uh, tired and not wanting to deal with it, the, the, thing that gets on my nerves the most are other people and then the I don't have the um, spiritual discipline enough to be able to keep my mouth shut when I am irritable like that and my heart is hardened Mm -hmm. and so ladies if you see me getting really irritated with somebody if you see me um, you know talking about somebody when I shouldn't be talking about them in some sort of ugly way I need you to hold me accountable to that as well because that's when my heart's gotten hardened Mm -hmm. I like this because it's uh, it doesn't have to be so formal, but right. it is. But it is certainly allowing your friends to speak into your life. I, I heard our friend Laura say this earlier, that your heart hardens, or my heart hardens, when I'm not focused on what God has done. Mm. That's when I complain. Mm. That's when I compare. That's when I have uh, a negative attitude, and I want to dig my heels in because I'm fighting for myself here. Mm. It's when I'm not focused on what God has done, then I'm focused on all the things that are going wrong for good old me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I need to be continually renewing my mind, which softens my heart by thinking about what God has done mm-hmm. instead of what I'm frustrated about. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Mm-hmm. So true. Um, and, and you're right. I think the accountability piece doesn't have to be a formal relationship. It can happen over coffee in a conversation to just say, here, here are some things that I need really to work on. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trying, but I need you to spot those things and, and help me with mm-hmm. them. I think that's just such a great um, idea. So start the mm-hmm. conversation. That's the first step. Yeah. You know, start the conversation. And you'll find usually nine times out of ten what just happened here. You share a struggle and they're like, oh, okay, well, will you hold me accountable with this? Mm-hmm. And then I think the other, the other part of that is understand that that person – 
choosing the right person is critical, but that person starts at a place of love for you. And so believe the best when they bring you something. When they say, hey, I saw this, instead of getting defensive and doing all the things, I have to constantly remind myself they're doing this because they love you. Mm -hmm. They're not doing this because they're condemning you or you ask them to, you know, here's your medicine. Now you have to take it. It doesn't taste good. But um, but to remember that their heart for you is a heart of love and that they start at a place of love. So that's that's also critical. And, and you get your mind right with that, and it becomes one of those give-and-take relationships where, and I believe it grows even greater trust in a relationship with your friends sure. um, because you know they know your stuff, and they love you still. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, and they don't hold it against you. Yeah. You know, they want to see you um, have victory in that area of your life where you're kind of bowing up really, against that's God. that's what Jesus did. Sure. He knew every struggle that the people faced and he loved them anyway mm-hmm. hold them accountable in a sense that he showed them how they could grow and how they could change didn't leave them where they were loved mm-hmm. them enough to help them change right so it's very christ-like to yes. enter into that relationship yeah there was no condemnation right for those who are in christ jesus and there's no condemnation for you or me no matter our struggle no matter what I'm reading this great book. If you haven't read it, I would highly recommend it. I've told both of you about it, I think. Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland, And he's talking about the heart of God. And he makes a statement in here. I'm not going to say it perfectly because I forgot to write it down. But he says, basically, in our most sinful times, God rushes to us. Like, we always think of, oh, God is repelled by me. And he just, Mm. oh, I can't stand. Now, God hates sin. Yes, he does. But his heart towards us is gentle mm-hmm. and lowly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His mercy yeah. never comes to an end, Scripture says. And he rushes to us. Mm-hmm. He is drawn to our neediness and sinfulness. And so look at your struggle as that, mm-hmm. an opportunity for you to run into the arms of Jesus and receive that mercy that abounds. That's who he is. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we get that backwards sometimes because I read oh, that yeah. and I was like, wow. You know, kind of really a mind blowing, you know, moment for me to think of God being pleased that I run to him in my sin. You know, his heart doesn't harden for us. Right. We're the ones that get our hearts hardened. Yes. That allow that to happen. It's not him. Yeah. I saw that on a church sign. It said, um, when you don't feel close to Jesus, guess who moved? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> right. So but yeah. the great news is we can move back. The return step is one prayer, Mm -hmm. and that is so comforting to know when we mess up. So if you are searching for someone to be an accountability partner, let us be that right now in this moment and just ask you the hard questions. And you find somebody in your local community, because here's the thing. We want you to grow, and um, nothing grows in isolation, you know? Mm -hmm. We, got it. we need each other. That's why we've built this Girl Talk community to be a place where you can come and tell your struggles and we can say, yep, me too. And that's why we exist. So if you got something you'd like to share with us, if we can pray for you in any way, you're always welcome to get in touch. You can email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. We got something very special coming up we want to talk to you about. We are very excited. Some of you have already signed up and we're Super excited about that. We are going to be participating in the Carrier Cross 5K at Pole Creek Church on April the 8th. We're going to have a Girl Talk team. Woohoo! 
Now, you'll get a shirt with the race when you sign up for the race, but we're also going to have a Girl Talk shirt. So you can get all the details right now by texting RUN. Is that correct? RUN? Yep. RUN to 800-293-1069. Just the word RUN. We'll send you all the details on how to get signed up. And um, we've even posted some ways that you can train for this. You want to talk about that? Ideas and and tips uh, because we're all kind of doing this together. Some of us are going to be running. Some of of us are going to be walking. And some are going to be doing a little something in between. So we're trying to provide... Uh, we call it jolking. Yeah. No. <laughs> no jog and walk. Okay. Well, then there's shuffle. Yeah. Shuffle off to Buffalo. Yeah. But whatever you do to propel yourself from the start to the finish, you are welcome to do. Yes. And we want to provide some support for you wherever yeah. you land. And we're going to do this with you. Yeah. I was going to say, we're all going to be there. It's not like we're just calling this a girl talk. <laughs> Waving team. for you. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be doing it with you. So you'll see puffin us and in puffin. sweat and ugliness. <laughs> and some of us don't sweat pretty. So just prepare yourself for that. You may not recognize. <laughs> I went for a, a two-mile walk yesterday trying to prepare because, you know, I, I've got a long way to go. I, I really do need that Couch to 5K plan. Yeah. I went for a two-mile walk. I didn't make it three miles. I couldn't That's do okay. it before okay. I started hurting. That's okay. But I've got nine weeks or ten weeks or yeah. six weeks whatever or whatever it is, it is to yeah. uh, prepare for this race. And so I'm going to start just adding a little bit day by day. And I'm going to be ready on That's April 8th. Yeah, That's and the key. let's just real quick tell us about the end of the run because it, it adds a special meaning. Tell us Yeah, what so um, it's called the Carrier Cross 5K. And so the the last 1K, it's, which is actually straight up a hill, so it's a really tough 1K to begin with, um, you're going to carry your own cross. You're going to carry a 2 by 4 And on that 2 by 4 four is written uh, the prayers of people who have carried that particular cross before you, Mm. Um, the names of the people who've carried that cross before you. You're going to be reminded all the way up the hill of what um, Christ did for you on the cross um, and that you are set free because of his sacrifice on the cross. You no longer have to carry your own burdens, Mm. um, that he will pick those up for you. And so what you'll actually do is after you run or walk or Jaw, jaw, or shuffle. Crawl up this hill with your two by four. You'll actually go through a cemetery um, as the last little bit, and are reminded of uh, Christ's death for us. And then you will come and lay your cross down at the foot of a gigantic cross, and be reminded um, of uh, Christ also rising from the grave. Such a powerful day, such a powerful time for us to be together as a community, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We can't wait to see you. So text the word RUN right now to 800-293-1069. We'll send you all the details you need to get signed up for that and to get your Girl Talk shirt and to get your Carry the Cross shirt as well. We want to say thank you to our friends at World News, and they're a brand new sponsor, and we are so grateful Mm -hmm. for their partnership in ministry. Uh, They've got a brand new, uh, concurrently, the News Coach podcast, and it walks alongside you for the important conversations of life, faith, and culture with your kids. Go check that out at concurrentlypodcast.com. Thank you, folks, for sponsoring the Girl Talk podcast. And we'll see you the next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.